and good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Pink Tron. I am Brent Robinson. With me this evening is Matt DeFreitas. Matt, what are you drinking? Dr. Pepper Float again. (laughs) (laughs) You always get me just after the races. Not that I normally drink alcohol anyway, but um, I'm especially drinking recovery things afterwards. Not that Dr. Pepper Float is the ideal recovery drink, probably, but... (laughs) I love it. No, I love a doctor. I love that you drink a Dr. Pepper float after a race. That's a great celebration drink. We yeah, also exactly. have Craig Martin. Craig, what are you drinking? I've got a cause and effect, uh, steady blonde ale. And uh, yeah, we, we'll get into the, the reason for cause and effect here later. <laughs> <laughs> and making his Pinktron debut, I think. Yes. The uh, man of the hour for all things HBR is Nathan Tracta. Nate, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a Senorita Imperial Porter, a microbrewery out of Colorado. Very nice. That sounds delicious. All right. I have a Malbec. It's called Crazy Love. It's got two cute little kids on the Crazy like Love. There you go. Yeah. And uh, this is actually the second time we bought this wine, but the first time my wife drank the entire bottle, I didn't get any of it. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. So we bought it again, and now I'm getting at least one glass out of it. So it's quite nice. We had a little last night, actually. So With that, um, Matt, you said you just finished racing. I did race today. We're recording this between races one and two of this weekend's HWR. It is... The first nine-ish kilometers of Octurbon up the uh, Innsbruck KOM reverse side. How did you get on, Matt? Uh, I had a good one this week. You know, I like uh, the climbing races um, more than the sprint races. So it was a good one for me. But uh, it was quite interesting because a couple of the guys like challenged me before the before the actual race so mark prado who's like an a plus guy so you know you know you're doing well when an a plus guy like challenges you and then another guy that's got a ridiculous like 16 watts per kilo sprint also challenged me fortunately i sort of smashed him a bit but the other guy beat me so but it was a good one i came fourth minute off my pr and um like yeah really really happy so really- who is this who is the second guy i saw dan, Pre- Manalo, dan Manalo. oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah Dan is also a very strong racer, but he is a little more sprinty than Prado. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. smash it. His sprints are ridiculous. Good. Yeah, fourth place. That's a good race. Yeah, really happy with that. And what did you do on the climb? Like 17-ish? Uh, 16.34 or something. Yeah, it was, it was a minute faster than I've ever done, so you can't complain with that. No, that's... Yeah. That's insane, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's a sort of. I feel it's a bit of a cheat though, because I, I just stand up the whole time on my pedals like a runner and just do like it's like a running race for me. <laughs> not a cheat. I, I don't know yeah. if that's normal or not, but that's that's how I do it. <laughs> Impressive. Yeah, I, I did not. I did not go as fast as Matt. I couldn't believe how fast you guys are going. I tried to keep up with you guys at the first. Like this is the thing about. We'll start about the course is Innsbruck K1 verse. It is very much like pitchy and then a little less pitchy and then steep and then a little less mm-hmm. steep. And and yeah. you guys like smashed that first ramp bit. And then I was still like kind of close enough to maybe get in the draft, but I was so like over the line for certainly what I would do for 20 minutes, which I ended up at a 2009 on the climb, which was my second fastest actually. That's because I'm a little chunky these days, but um <laughs> Um, you guys hit the downhill and you guys like kept pedaling it. Like, I don't know, you guys must have been doing like 350 watts when it went like minus 2%. And I'm like, I need to rest now. <laughs> I was just trying to keep up with them. <laughs> yeah. So the, the guy, I was the guy that, that uh, sorry, it was that uh, Prado was pushing it at that point. He was yeah. going 4.6 down the hill. Yeah. He was steaming. The, the, I think the really impressive ride was the, the guy that won. Uh, Adam Vaught, he he was over 20 seconds behind at one point, and he, he won by nearly 10 seconds. So he he absolutely paced it brilliantly. It was a really good ride from him. Well, he was behind me even before that. Like He was behind me, I think, even through that flat bit, and he came flying through. So I don't know if he just planned it that way or what. But yeah, he destroyed it. 
from yeah, way yeah. back. A brilliant ride from him. He is a full A plus with oh, one thousand six hundred forty races. <laughs> <laughs> I know, sometimes you don't you don't want to look at them, do you? I always think like, oh, I've done like six hundred races. That's a lot of races. <laughs> Sixteen forty. Amazing. Anyway, um, how about you, Nate? Are you thinking about doing this one, or are you doing HBR? Which we don't would not put the HBRs through this. Well. Uh little complication because Saturdays right now we have a group that's doing the rhino safari races mm. and i'm supporting them for saturday morning nice. so if i do anything it'll be on sunday and then it, i get torn between supporting hbr because i like to go in there and check and see if we have new riders and throw out a few hints for them to help out if they're newer riders otherwise i'm honestly looking at climbers gambit Well, we'll get, we'll get yeah. to climbers. Yeah. We'll talk a little about that. I guess like, what would you, do you have any tips? Like, have you done like one of these 20 minute climby, like, I mean, Innsbruck Epic, they're all kind of, you know, about the same little pitchy, little up and down, but you know, there's a lot of steep bits and I'm, and I just know it takes longer, not, not to disparage anyone who's given their all out there. It just takes longer if you're not pedaling as hard as some of the guys at the front of the sharp end. So any tips or thoughts about doing these for people down there or how to stick with it? With uh, for start for people that are on the lower end, me and lower level, what I suggest is best wheel set. So Arc 62s, 454s, if you have it, go with a bike that will help you climb to the best of your ability. Um, the Aero Road uh, 2021 is a great bike for starting out. That's where I started out. Um, Anytime that it pitches up, that's the time to try to increase your watts a little bit. And then when it levels out, try to get a little recovery in before you go. Recovery helps, even if it's only for 10, 15 seconds. Yeah, I think that's yeah. real solid advice, on, especially on this course. Like it very, very much does go like 14, 15%, and then we'll go down to like 2, 3, 4%. So I, I think, you know, time. the, the – these climbs are they're, they're probably harder i think for lower category riders because you're just riding much longer up there so you, you're going to have a high heart rate still but you've mm -hmm. got to maintain that high heart rate for a long period of time so you know it's it's actually probably harder for a d rider than, than an a rider i think yeah, I think that's super fair and good advice on bike choice. Yeah, it's it's a full climber setup today. I mean, Aeroad and 454 is a very solid choice if that's where you're at. I had the specialized Athos and Millie's on. Um, yeah. I know for me, it would be a Scott Adig with Alpinistan. Yep. Yep. I still like to use the millies because, man, if you if you've ridden the Alp enough time to get the millies, you better show them off. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Also, did you see my kit, Matt? Did you see what I put on for the kit today? You know, I didn't actually <laughs> see your kit today. No, I didn't. I noticed it last week, but I totally this week got the, <laughs> the the leader hosing kit, the hat, the shoes, oh, nice. all of it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And we still got to, I think we got to give more stick to Kevin Walden and his yellow. What is that yellow thing he's wearing? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I, I wasn't, all I was concentrating on was my heart rate today. I was just focused on that, just keeping it below the max. So I didn't really notice anyone else. <laughs> you noticed when uh, Ewan got dropped from the lead group there. You commented yeah, I, on that. Yeah. I did notice when a couple of the, the, the people got dropped. Yeah. 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 But I didn't really look at people's kit though. <laughs> so much. I did I did I did notice that Brett last week though, but he just kept passing me too many times last week. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't an issue this week. But yeah, yeah. You gotta have fun with it, right? It's all supposed to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I don't know. There's much else to say. I, I guess the oh, the other tip we gotta do, because Maryline reminded me in the chat, in the herd racing chat is Power through to the blue line. Don't stop at the KOM yes. banner. It yeah. is like a hundred yeah. meters past the KOM banner. And I, <laughs> I wasn't anywhere close to anyone, so it didn't really matter. But I know the two guys in front of me, Heron and Fish were in a like pitched battle. And I hope that they didn't, I, I was too tired to even warn them, frankly, like to pick up my phone and type <laughs> it out. Like there was no stinking way, but, um, 
yeah, do do make sure you watch for the blue banner, not the KOM banner. It's just yeah, it's, it's almost heartbreaking if you don't know that that's going to happen. <laughs> Was there any issues with that at the front? Did you notice? I didn't. No, they were they were too they were they were like fifteen sixteen seconds ahead. So uh, yeah. yeah, I didn't have anyone near near me actually. <laughs> because I, I had no sprint left at all. So if I had, <laughs> well, I didn't. I couldn't have sprinted to finish that one too. If someone would have sprinted, yeah. they would have dusted the hell out of me, no doubt. Yeah. Well, I had Smithson pretty close to me, but uh, and he's got massive sprint compared to me. But fortunately, he dropped back a little bit. And then uh, you know, enjoy the downhill. Paid for it. Exactly. I totally rode all the way down to the leg snapper on the way down. I was not stopping at the top. Nice. Although I didn't get onto a TT bike or something soon enough. So I was, I sure noticed like no pedal downhill, like on the non aero bikes, you don't get up to speed nearly as fast. Makes a difference. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that brings us to herd beginner racing this week, Nate. What do we got? We have uh, RGV, the full course for the uh, Ds to come out and try. Hopefully we'll see more new people coming out and try it, in addition to the old racers that are there pretty regular. That's a, that's a really good HBR track. Um, RGV starts in the intestines, yeah? I think that's starts uh, in the no. bits. goes the other way. No. It starts other way. in the flat bit, finishes in the intestines? Yeah. Okay. Yes, so yeah. That's why we wanted to do that one that way for a full length on the course is that way they have a good chance to uh, work with their endurance a little bit. And then you have the technical of going through the intestines and having a good finish, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, about 13 K I think to aqueduct give or take. So make sure you, you should be pretty easy to hang or not easy, but you know, it should be, draftable the, the object should be to hang yeah. in your group all the way to aqueduct and then you know if you're feeling good try and break some people if you're not feeling so yeah. good try to hold on <laughs> pretty much and then, are you getting uh, um good feedback on the hbr uh we're getting really good feedback what i'm seeing is uh three of the races are consistently increasing in numbers oh nice i think i want to say sunday evening's race my time had like 73 racers in it. Wow, that's brilliant. So really good. We'll be on the early morning ones right now. And obviously I'm saying early morning my time for Australia, New Zealand, that, that side. It's a little bit better time for them, but we're only seeing about 10 to 12 racers on average there. Mm. <clears throat> But considering you got the um, tour of Watopia on at the moment, if you're increasing numbers, that's actually impressive. I'm really happy with where it's going, and we seem to have a good set of courses that we're doing. What we're doing basically is a round robin with our courses. We're going to cycle through. Within a month, it's always going to be uh, doing TikTok so that they can measure themselves and see if they're improving or learning more nice. about how to race. Yep. That's a good idea. Very good. Yeah. I like it. Bike choice in RGV is whatever your most aero setup is. Probably low level air roads your best option. Maybe what level can you get like NV seven eights at? Oh, like mid twenties. Usually, what I I go in recommending is go uh, air road twenty twenty one with eight oh eights if they can get it. Otherwise, arc sixty twos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those ARC 62s are good wheels. It's, it's a good all rounder. 454s, if you're up at that level and you have problems with the, the intestines, would be my opener. Mm. That's a good point, too. But good. Yeah. And uh, hang in there for the sprint. That's a fun sprint finish on RGV. And the cobbles <laughs> in the village. It's good stuff. Yeah. It is. But the, uh, it, the, the intestines, it's so fast, even even for Ds. I don't know if it's worth going any later. I, I tend to agree with you. It really depends on... It, I like to promote people to support mm -hmm. what they feel weakest with. Yep. Yep. 
Yep. Good. And then I guess we'll talk about Climber's Gambit next. Box Hill is the climb via uh, London Loop. So climb starts 6.8 kilometers in. Yeah. I don't know. It depends on your thing. For me, that would be a warm up for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know. Um, and then the climb is three kilometers, an average of 4.4%. But oh, it's box. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yes. So yes. Um, it flattens at the end, but it's pre mostly pretty steady. Yeah, yeah the, a good the, one, that one. the steepest bit is the earliest bit. I mean, I guess there's two things. Number one, watch for the banner. I always think people like like miss the start of the Fox Hill banner because you, or Box Hill because it's like before you make the turn up to the real hill, it's kind of like right around that roundabout. So do yeah. make sure you're on it at the banner. <laughs> and then the first climb is the steepest bit. So you do, if you can allocate a bit more power to that first steep bit and then kind of steady out as you go across the next set of cutbacks it, it's a little bit less steep there so yep. but, yeah it's, i think like it's bees are probably like seven minutes -y, sub seven maybe you get into as a bee i think so season d's will be closer to 10 and maybe, maybe. some over 12 as well yeah but uh Bike on box on a climber's gambit, Craig. Tron? I'd be really tempted to go Tron, yeah. Um, either that or, like, would you go... Uh, Cervelo P5? Yeah. Or, like, do you take, like, an Athos with a disc? <laughs> Or Athos and seven eights. Yeah, I, I guess if you're doing that, you might as well go. Uh, you might as well go Tron. Yeah, exactly. Just for people who maybe haven't got to Tron yet. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's quite. It'd be super close between TT and because it's a little steeper than like um, Volcano. Yeah. So it's a little slower than Volcano, so you're not going to get quite as much arrow. So. Um. And certainly, I would say for season D is light. And yes, you're really not going to be fast enough to make use of any arrow benefits there, or or Tron. Like Tron will be fine too. Like Tron is such a good all rounder that if you have Tron, I favor a climber since it's climber's gambit. Uh, <laughs> yep. No, um, I I think you could go you could go lightweight on this too. But it's it's fast enough for you know faster B's and A's that I think you do want to go at least for an aero road bike. Um, probably not disc wheels, but uh, yeah, seven eights. Yeah, that's a good shot. Well, and so the reason you wouldn't go TT because those are a bit heavier, are they? Yeah, mm -hmm. quite a bit. All right. Yeah, okay. quite a bit heavier. Right, fair enough. But you they're know, quite a bit good. faster. Yeah, yeah. But like you say, it's 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 a very fine one, isn't it? Because it, it, it is only around four or five percent average, yeah. I think, this one. So uh yeah. it's probably right on that cutoff point. Agreed. Yeah, I'm quite tempted to do this one. I, I quite like this length of climb. Yeah, I like box. Box is a fun climb. Yeah. Mm, it's good. Nate's like, no, there's no fun climbs. <laughs> no, that, no, I disagree. I do love climbs. And box is a fun one. It really is. Keith is even more fun. Oh yeah, the the longer ones like Keith and Leith, I always find like are a bit soul sucking because of the steep bits. But yeah, the whole Surrey Hills section is actually not bad. They're, they're, they're actually nicer in real life is the kind of interesting thing. I've ridden oh, up yeah? them a couple of times in, in, in real life. And um, they, they, the climbs are real. The Box Hill one is almost identical to the real life climbs. Even got that that funny squiggly bit is actually on the road because they did that oh. for the Olympics. It's actually it's very, very cool. And it, um, the brilliant thing about Box Hill is you 
you go you, you know where the banner is on the the finish on the Zwift thing just as you go around that corner there's this incredible view in real life I'm talking this it's there's there's this like big valley and you look right across it and it is absolutely stunning it's just you know and you just kind of hits you it's really really cool so if you live only around here just give it a go <laughs> yeah yeah i've heard that it's quite good so good that's climber's gambit which brings us to in a wonderful fortuitous segue the herd of gowton goats which the route this week is climber's gambit, gambit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the old faithful I, I mean i think you know it, i think it's a brilliant um uh, mountain goats course because it you know it, it naturally finishes at the, right at the top of the uh, reverse epic com and um yeah it's just uh so you, you get like a the kind of um the short climb up in titans and then you get this very obviously the long climb um at the end so it's uh I, re I really like this one i pretty put it in most most uh seasons actually in a in a climber's gambit or a herd of mountain goats race do people usually sell out for to break people on titans like do they go for it they yeah yeah oh it's it's brutal it's absolutely brutal I mean, <laughs> it is just like any old kind of, um, you know, uh, normal kind of old school Zwift race where it's it, it can be it be very brutal any any moment. But yeah, that everyone will be absolutely steaming up. Basically, like even the ramps out of out of like you know the ocean approach or whatever it's called, everyone steams up those. It's like anything oh, that's wow. got a, a percentage on it, everyone's off. Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. <laughs> so for anyone who's never raced Clever's Gambit or ridden it before, hey, this was the test. This is the test route, or maybe it has been for two years now on Zwift Academy. So you've done Zwift Academy, you've definitely done it twice. Um, it is, it goes pretty much straight from downtown Penns to the sprint, right? Like the sprint is like right away, I think, right through the S's yes. into the sprint. Yep. yep. And then, yep. and then over to, um, titan's reverse right is yes. it titan's reverse the one with the two? yep 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 so you're gonna do the rolly bits up to titan's reverse and then that kind of two meter two minute climb up to the top of titan's reverse back down the rolly bits and there's quite a good length like i want to say it's like eight kilometers from the yep. top of titans yeah. before you hit epic reverse so you do get quite yeah. some you know time to be in the pack as long as you're not trying to push back on yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get, yeah, then you got to do Epic Reverse, which is a, well, in bees, it's a 20 minute climb, give or take. I, I think I've cleared 20 on it once, but um, a little longer for C's and D's, but it is a, a punchy climb. There is like steep bits and then downhill bits and flat bits and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. Hanging I remember there. doing in, in ZRL and absolutely dying on the final climb. I, I was really looking forward to it, and then I just absolutely died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it can be it can be very challenging that uh, epic reverse. And you're going to do this one, Nate? You think maybe, probably? I can do this one. I, I loved it when we did it in ZRL. I love the climb up Titans Reverse, and then the actual epic. It's a fun climb. I got hooked on that one last summer doing Epic Reverse. Yeah, it's a good one. I think it was one of my first A races in ZRL and it was, yeah, it was absolutely brutal. <laughs> and and I, I just know like for me, like usually like I'm like close to the front group when we get to the start of Epic and then out the back. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, twenty minute climbs are not my for my uh, forte. When I do time trials, I think my twenty minute power is okay. But then a twenty minute climb just favors the like light guys so much more that it's like, ugh, yeah, damn it. <laughs> it's a certain type of pain, isn't it? That uh, either you kind of enjoy or or you don't really want in your life. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny because I like, you know, 5K and five mile running, but mm. not on the bike. Yeah, yeah I, think, I know what you mean. 
there's something about the bike psychology of like trying to stay with a guy that when yeah. you're doing like those 20 minute climbs, like you just can't quite get wrap your brain around like the guy is just shaking me and I can't just draft him and stick with him and you just die a little bit every second that you fall one second further behind him. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that, that's when you kick it up a notch. <laughs> but you die a little bit inside when you can't. <laughs> Truth. All right. That brings us to the stampede time trial. We are going to do one lap of City and the Zger, which I've already drafted my like preview post. And what I say in my preview post is I didn't quite appreciate how much PTSD I was going to have from week one of the playoffs when I booked this room <laughs> <laughs> for Stampede. <laughs> That was, yeah. I mean, I think the we should, we well. I was going to talk about the um, the two playoff races. We'll save that for the around the horn. Sure. Yeah. So it's just the one lap. So it's it's two point seven k downhill pavement out of the gate. Then you're going to do the gravel side, down the pavement side, up the pavement side, down the gravel side. But then you're going to go back up the gravel once more to hit the finish. So it's it's eight point six k. Should be around. Well, I did it in 15 minutes in a group in um, in the playoffs on the first lap. So you won't quite be that fast Pro- in Bs, right? Like there's just... Well, just, maybe. Yeah, we were smashing that climb awful hard and there was a big group yeah. to start. So yeah. um, it, you might get around there and the A's might be down around that 15 minute mark. I think you're going to be awful close to 20 for C's and D's, so... Um, I think it's still though TT bike. Uh, yes, I don't think your gravel's going to be fast enough on the climb. Well, ah, these <laughs> I would definitely go gravel. Yeah, maybe they they're on the climb longer. I think is the trick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're a D, you might be able to get away with a gravel bike on this one, or even a C, maybe. I I think for the fast people though, you're you're gonna give up way too much time on the yeah downhill pavement bits. It, it, you're giving it up there, absolutely. But you have two times up the gravel. That's why I went. I'd go gravel for that. Yeah, yeah but. There's, a, there's even more difference between the gravel and a uh, the TT bikes than the gravel and the road. Well, you're giving up. You're giving up both CRR on the road, and you're giving yeah. up um, arrow to a, a lot of arrow and a lot yeah. of arrow to a TT bike. And like it's downhill, so you're even giving up weight mostly if you're riding like the Crux or something. So. Yeah, it, I mean, it might be tough. I don't know. Maybe we're curious. Maybe I'll get it wrong and Mark will come on. I, I got to say, for anyone who did the, I don't know if who, who watched these sets of posts, but we had a really, really interesting first round of the Stampede last week on the jungle because me and Kevin Fowler and somebody else, uh, Anders, I think, was on, were on mountain bikes, but Mark and TJ rode TT bikes downhill through the jungle. Oh. Okay, and and Mark posted the data, and you know, because you come out of the pens and you do kind of like a flat uphill bit before you go down through the dirt, and the mountain bikes even in that first gravelly bit in that Mm -hmm. road did not did not catch the TT bikes in that descent. the The arrow from the TT bike was fast enough to overcome the CRR all the way till we hit the dirt in the jungle. So I don't know if the terrain changes or what happens there or if it's just because it levels off it's not quite as steep downhill because it goes from like a minus five to like a zero to minus two type of number but um but once we hit that dirt then the mountain bikes were making up time making up time and both kevin and i when you hit the very flat bit at the end of um the jungle so we were finishing just past the jungle banner but when you hit the flat bit when you go into the cave there that's like pavement and road and all that stuff the mountain bikes were in front. Both Kevin and I were faster than both TJ and Mark when we went into that thing. But then once we went in there, Mark and TJ 
uh well tj and i basically ended up tied for lack like oh, wow. i think ultimately <clears throat> in the in the race he ended up beating me by point five seconds but when we went through the banner which is where the strava segment ends i was still 0.5 seconds ahead of him but then um mark would have passed me inside that tunnel but they didn't pass kev kev was stronger than me and he finished doing 400 yeah. watts all the way through that tunnel and they never caught him but they both caught me in that tunnel at the end so i mean the four of us all finished over an eight minute race within about seven seconds of each other oh, wow. and, and on a mountain or a tt bike and that's how close it was so Mm. That's super that's interesting. quite interesting. I mean, TJ, so he's, he's super strong, isn't he? Well, Mark beat him. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, wow. Mark had a. Really, well, Mark's really got an amazing race. sprint. I thought I would have. Yeah, I would have would have bet on TJ on that. But I mean, Mark's got a fantastic sprint. And I even think I think literally on that one, it may have come down to pacing. Like I think, yeah, Mark, right. Mark pushed harder on the pavement bits and got more speed on the pavement bits because you can just see him separate a bit in the data. Go go look yeah. at the the comments on the Stanford yeah I'll check it out last week if you're interested in it and but because the whole timeline is there you can see the like time differences and how they change so yeah it is super interesting anyway so maybe if uh, some people are up on on gravel bikes and some of us are on TT bikes Mark will put some more data on for uh, city in the city <laughs> this week. Which brings us to the bullseye, which. Mark posted some other information. This is this is going to be island outskirts in Urakazi. Yeah, and it's going to finish just before the She's the Sprint banner. Yep. So the blue banner is going to be just before the Sprint banner, I think. <laughs> yeah, so it's two laps and then another half lap, basically, to get to the total of 26.7 kilometers. Yes. And that, so the five sprints on two laps, I don't know, is it so it's Shisa sprint is one of the bullseye spots and then is it like boardwalk or something? What else does I go through on island outskirts? Uh, oh, shoot. I don't remember. It, it sounded like he's doing Shisa sprint three times. Does it go both directions to Shisa? It could. I'm going to have to look it up now. I know now. I'm, now we're all looking up insiders. <laughs> of course, tide uh, sprint, tide pool sprint. Ah, uh, okay. I was pretty close. Yeah, tide pools boardwalk the other way, isn't it? <laughs> I think so. Anyway, yeah. So, so yeah, you're gonna hit Shisa tide pool, Shisa tide pool, and then the finish sprint, the fifth sprint, will be right before the Shisa line at the top. So. Interesting, interesting bullseye for sure. That Shisa one will be very interesting because, of course, you climb up to that sprint, and I think there's a little dirt on that side on the way up, yeah? I'm not sure if that bit is dirt or if that's sand, which is really paved as far as, yeah. yeah. yeah very hard-packed sand. <laughs> yes. I still think you'll take your full aero road, notwithstanding. Um, because it's a lot of other biking, but yeah, I think so. Should be a should be a interesting bullseye this week. Yeah, if anybody's using the uh, gravel bike to try and get away, if that is gravel, even on that climb up to the Shisa Sprint, um, I I think yeah, they're they're gonna get caught and they're gonna be working hard and gonna have a lot of trouble on the tide pool sprint. So yeah, I I I. I can't see the gravel bike being the way to go there. Yep, I think it's I think it's your arrow sprinter giver. Good fun. All right, that is the week in her. Oh, I guess we should give the quick uh, update for next week for people who are listening to this and maybe haven't done it before. HWR comes up next weekend. We've got Cast Pats in France for HWR, which is it ends it ends on the Petite Kom. For sure. Yes. I think it's otherwise just the flat bits. Yeah. So it's around, yeah, out like RGV, except you take the left turn up Petit KOM yeah. and finish at the top. Yeah. yeah. This... Or no, you don't you don't finish at the top. You finish at the bottom. Oh, so you gotta go down. Okay, and then finish yeah. the sprint. Okay. Yes. And yeah. It, so... But this isn't the okay. one that starts with the climb, right? You don't go out of the pen straight up the climb. 
Um, cast pads. That is cast pads. Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I think yes. Yeah. Sorry, I, we we got it completely backwards. Yes. So this we one, this one finishes at the top, but you start with the climb, right? Yeah. So right out of the pens, up the climb within like 500 meters. Yes. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. yeah. No, the other one is Rule Mapool that goes the other way. Right. So. So that's what's up for next week. And next week in HBR is the TikTok. TikTok's back. So test yourselves out. Good, good. All right. So we'll go into round the horn. Let's, uh, well, Matt, you want to talk about ZRL. Let's talk about ZRL. And then yeah, will... I mean, um, just, oh, yes. you know, because obviously we had a lot of people riding ZRL. And I, I think they they put Matt, it to... Matt, I got, I got to interrupt. Go, 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 Gas go. is not is only the one climb, so it starts in the flat. Oh. It's up fifty km and back down. So it's it's Ruma Pool that's the other way around. Ah, uh -uh. yeah. So th this one is, yeah. Start at the start at the pens through Marina Sprint, Aqueduct fifty km, and then downhill to the finish. Good, good clarifying. Yeah. All right, so don't worry <laughs> about that nonsense. Yes. Yeah, so I, what I was saying is, um, because you know we've got a lot of people that wrote, that rode in ZRL, and I think it was just two. The last two weeks have been two absolutely incredibly brutal races, haven't they? Did you did you ride this week? Uh, who 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 out of your road? I did. Yeah. <laughs> How was that, Nate? <laughs> Ten laps was a little bit more than I would have. The the, the race oh. for uh, we were going for the platter in uh america's central d's and honestly the race was pretty much determined by the sixth lap oh really it didn't matter uh, everyone was locked in their drafting was nominal and the same people were scoring the same fal points yeah so after six laps they could have shut it down would have been happy <laughs> I, I didn't actually get to do it, but it just, I, I watched some of the streams. And I just thought, wow, you know, the, 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 the one the week before, the 45 minute, like full on crazy thing. And then this 10 laps with two sprints each lap. I was like, my goodness me, like what are WTRL doing to us? <laughs> yeah. I, I raced with the Shetlands and uh, it, it was like a, it, we were in B4. And there was two guys who ended up with like 157 and 150 points or something. And I was about 90 and someone else would be by one point to get 91. So I think I had the fourth total points in the race. Oh, wow. And, that's, that's uh, impressive. and the two guys, like the one guy that got like 157 points hit. I don't know. I'm sure it's just a calibration error or something, but he did like <laughs> 20, he did a 2000 watt, 25 watt per kilo sprint at one point. Okay. Which like <laughs> maybe he was skiing. Maybe he was skiing with a 1.5 <laughs> boost. In any of it. I mean he didn't get all of them, but like that I I, yeah. I don't know if it was for sure that one, but I definitely remember that dude like coming from the back and being like, that dude just turned on the rockets. That's a bit cheeky. Anyway. So yeah, but I had a pretty cheeky. good race. I finished like basically in the front, but like I just could not I gotta say there were definitely some of the um the champions sprint points that like i didn't really contest them like especially if i had a draft boost like after about lap four it was like i'm just turning on this draft boost and i'm just staying in this group through here because i cannot go another full gas sprint here <laughs> so yeah it was full on <clears throat> yeah it was challenging i ended up i was eighth at the line we it was a real war of attrition i think we were by lap five there was still at least 15 or 16 in the group and then it was kind of like next lap was 13 next lap was 12 next lap was nine and by the time we got to the finishing group there was only nine i think in the front group wow so it was now, uh, brutal now brent out of curiosity did you do both of the uh playoff races and which one did you dislike more <laughs> um 
Man, that's uh, both of them. Both of them were essentially the same for me. And that, like, I, I guess, like, I did hold the front group in, in the second round, the sprint round, that and I got dropped in the first one. So maybe I'll say the um, Vesger one was worse and harder. But <laughs> but I I don't hate it as much because I really do think that they had some magic in that timed point stuff, like people who were not getting FAL points mattered a lot more in that race. Right. Like if you were in that, in that Glasgow crit race, like I said, the top guy, like the, let's put it this way. We had four racers. We finished in, I think sixth or seventh place and two to the teams, the two of the top four teams only had four racers and they, they were beating teams with six racers. So like, you know, they, they're putting two guys into the top five through every FAL, especially as we were dropping bodies late in the race. And, you know, people who are coming in 45th, 65th, were irrelevant to the final. Like, it's, yeah. it's that's tough. I, I don't, I don't I, like that. I think there's too much em emphasis on, especially the FTS. I, I think the FTS are just, should just be one for the whole thing. It's like the one FTS, but it, I don't know. It just... There's too much on of on some of these races. They put me off, to be honest. I understand that one. I I have some problems with it. Then, I mean, I had a lot of fun with both sets. My team, the Queasy Quarter Horses, in the second race, we fielded four riders. I had one rider have a connection drop, and we still Very finished good. third. Wow, well, that's that's impressive. But yeah. here's yeah. where I go to: Should we have? <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's the question, isn't it? I don't know, because I mean, you know, to be fair, I, I was riding in in a team um, a couple of seasons back, and we had Silvio, and he was just like racking up massive points because he's such a brilliant sprinter. And it was just like, well, you know, and and we were finishing quite well up just because we had him, just. You know, and he was, was my one-man band in a way. You know, I was getting like 20 points. He was getting like 160 points. But <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I don't know. It just didn't feel necessarily that it, it should be like that. It's not so teamy. Yeah. 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 Well, and Matt, you remember all the way back to when we raced together in ZRL. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, same sort of thing. But when it was yeah. like Orgen, just racking yeah, or up. Yeah, I mean, I, I got a decent amount of points, but it was mostly Orgen and Becca. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, de depending exactly. on depending on which course it was. Yeah. yeah, I think I think I got one FAL point one time when we were doing those races. <laughs> that was uh, that was my experience in A one. Yeah, well, yeah, well, A one's ridiculous, isn't the it? The first the first race was Climbers Gambit, and I just held the group, and then uh, I finished like eighth in the first sprint. Wow! I just sold out a hundred percent for the first sprint, and then I, I don't even think I made the group to the top of Climbers Gambit, <laughs> or the Titans of Grove in the Climbers Gambit route. But yeah, anyway. I also do. I, I'm really, I, and I know it is part of the rules and whatever, but I really don't like this allowing getting lapped and then getting the FTS. And I just, it just doesn't sit well with me, unfortunately. <laughs> but it, you know, people, it's in the rules. People use it and fine, but. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it certainly wouldn't be the type of racing I would enjoy. And I know I read Eric Schlanger's post about it on Swift Insider this week. Doesn't seem like he enjoyed it that much either. Yeah. And um, I just, I've never, I've never been in a race where it mattered. I've never seen anyone make it work. No, yeah. I mean, I, I saw somebody kind of use it to salvage a race when they disconnected at the right at the beginning. Sure. So they were able to get a couple points that way. But I mean that that's that's a little different than intending to go out and do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've just I've never been in a race where like, you know, we finished second because the guy who um in the top group, you know, finished eighty second or last place because he got lapped out and got twenty on the FTS. You, you know, it's just <laughs> never happened to me. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe I shouldn't complain about it. Generally speaking, the guy who's the fastest through the FDS also could win all the FAL plates and also could finish in the top ten in the finish. <laughs> yeah, unless unless there's a a long climb or something, then sometimes the the guy that's fastest through is sometimes not the 
not the guy that can climb, but yeah, often it is too, though. Exactly. For sure. All right. And let's finish off round the horn with a bit of a, a, a little sneak preview. We'll be talking about this more as it comes up, but we have, we have um, had in our herd racing group chat, some chatter about the Omnium. And it looks like Zwift has given us a thumbs up. It looks like it will be April 14th and 15th. I'm not going to get into trying to translate all these race times. I have no clue what all they mean, except for I can trace my Pacific ones through and add an hour from where I am. But it will be six races over three days. They will start about 45 minutes apart each race. Day one will be a sprint race on Watopia flat route. So first to the end gets the points 50 on down race two will be a hill climb up fox hill so no draft um no power-ups just try and get as your best possible time through fox hill and race three will then be a 10 mile 16.1 kilometer itt on island hopper um yeah day two will feature a points race on downtown dolphins so just uh, it, it's time through um the segment so that 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 little climb segment that goes up through the cobbles up on crit city it's it's mm-hmm. your time through that on each lap i believe Ooh, is how that works okay. and then yes. there will be a 3k itt on glasgow crit circuit so basically one lap of glasgow crit circuit as hard as you can and the last one will be scratch race on rule Mapool. So that will have the climb at the start and the yeah. climb at the end. Nice. Six kilometers, <laughs> six races, two days. Don't die. Going to be crazy. Any thoughts? How about you? Uh, let's start. Go ahead, Matt. We'll start with you. Any favorites? Any thoughts? Loving the hills, hating the sprint. <laughs> normal procedure i mean yeah i mean it's it's they're brilliant because you know it, it, i like it that it's a it's an all-round thing you've got the you've got some hills you've got some sprinting stuff you've got some like some time trial stuff so yeah it's, it's it's really good um i love i love all the club championship races if i'm available I know i'm going to be helping with the scoring and hopefully i'll be available to race um but um yeah just really good fun and uh, every time i do it there's kind of a really good sort of build up of um sort of so you know the social sort of side of things on on the chats and everything i think is actually really cool so i really look forward to this yeah totally nate how about you i'll admit i haven't done one in the past i'm intrigued though because this is the setup seems to be a little bit different this time than it's been in the past so i'm intrigued i'm kind of a uh, i'm a punchy rider so i'm uh, I'm going to encourage the people that normally do HBR to come try at least one or two of the races. See if they can, uh, it's another ground to challenge themselves on. That's how I look at it. I, I think, I think the, the format's pretty close, isn't it, Brent? I think they're closer together and shorter. Yeah. I, 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 it's, it's not much shorter. I mean, the, the three kilometer yeah. we had, um the scratch race at 26 one that's about that's not that's actually i think a little longer um, and i think our cool. hill climb was shorter i don't think we were doing like fox i think the hill climb was like oh no sorry i think the hill climb was longer i think the hill climb was like epic or octobon like innsbruck or something yeah. like that but but i, I remember yeah. them being like two hours apart not 45 minutes apart yeah, no, it was definitely further apart. Um, actually, the which one to do is uh, becomes interesting. So, because they're close enough together, I mean, actually, the the only one that's not an option for me is America's because I'm going to be flying out. <laughs> oh, so like at the back end, you can't do it. At the back end, I can't do it. Yeah. So I either have to do it at, I mean, it's only five in the morning um, for EMEA, but I mean, 
10.30 at night to start the last one for APAC on Friday night and Saturday night isn't that bad either. Well, it's not 2 a.m. It's not, yeah, just going to say, it's, it's far less than what you did, uh, Brent. <laughs> and that, so, that so, was... how, so how does it actually work? Do you, do you have to do all the races in your time zone? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be tricky if I can do them all just because I've got my, I have to pick my boys up at some point. So I'll have to see what time the races are. <clears throat> yeah. So you could that's... do them between 1 a.m. and 2.30. I might do that. You know me. I, I, <laughs> I would do that. In fact, I probably will do it like that. <laughs> well, that was what, that's what the joke was, is that last time we had the Omnium, the times are all bad for me during the day like they were kind of conflicted with a bunch of other stuff so the only time that i could make sure that i could fit all six races it was to do the apac time which was <laughs> they were two hour apart so it was 10 a 10 p.m midnight 2 a.m starts yeah two nights in a row <laughs> i was a damn mess let me tell you Hug. what we well, do for were, the, what we do for it were you coaching lacrosse too that weekend yeah so, I think I'm sure I was. That was part of that yeah. was why I couldn't make the earlier races. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, that's why I actually kind of like that there are shorter gaps. Like it, it'll, yeah. Like two hours apart was fine, um, but I think this like gives a little more benefit to people who are fit. Like if you can do it and recover a little faster, like two hours is almost like a full recovery in between. Um, yeah. So I was this say that I might be doing this in D. <laughs> Nate, if Craig shows up and races the D's, you're a hundred percent allowed to call him all the dirty sandbagging names. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think Craig would, but one never knows. Actually, um, can I just uh, I don't know, can I just mention one thing that happened this week, which was quite funny? So, um, I did. I did the herd racing, the winter racing on, on Friday, like I normally do. But then I did another race just as a kind of a training ride. And um, I'd already done the Tour of Autopia before, which was a little bit spicy, as it always is. So anyway, so I'm riding around. I got dropped by the main group because I'm not really pushing hard. And um, I got in this little group with four, with three, three others. One was, I think, an OTR guy. And, one, and then there was two herd guys. So I was just like cycling along, doing little kind of intervals every so often keep the pace going along so we we're trying to catch um uh bruce water off but he he was like tt'ing like crazy he was doing really well um and then so at the end i thought well you know what i'm just going to do like a really hard two minute effort at the end so so i don't have to sprint against any of the people so i did this really to it's a hard effort and i broke away from the people but then some one of the herd guys like typed on my my activity. Well, thanks for supporting us. You know, we <laughs> so it's like I get into trouble for like chasing the herd guy down when 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 it's like a you know because I don't think it's a team race, and then I get into trouble for not helping my teammates in a in a like in a lead out for a sprint finish. It's like I can't win. Like what's going on here, guys? <laughs> I don't. None of us ever gave you crap for chasing the group down that was the other teams giving no, the you, other guys, you guys crap. yeah 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 no you guys definitely didn't but um yeah but it was just kind of uh kind of funny i was like well i said to the guys like what well, like if you told me that you wanted a bit of help i actually would have helped you i had no idea if you wanted help what help i could have done anyway i mean the, the otr guy had a clear i think he had a good sprint on him anyway so I don't know what I could have done, but it was just quite funny. I'll just I'll just ask these questions. Were you on Discord and were they on Discord? Nope. <laughs> like like that's the thing. Like yeah. I, I mean, whatever, texting in the app, fine. But like if you want people to work with you, get in the Discord. Yeah, yes. well that that's it exactly. Even it. today I was in the Discord and nobody else was. Uh, well I because I can't join the Discord because I'm what I'm doing because oh, you're um, broadcasting. I'm kind of broadcasting and but I'm kind of talking through the race. Um as not that I did very well today because obviously <laughs> I was yeah, I'm a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a hard race. So I wasn't talking that much, but um, you know, quite often I can sort of say things, oh look at look at uh, Brent's uh, kit today and things like that. But <laughs> today it was like pure focus on how how, how I was managing my heart rate. <laughs> 
So is something like this, like, is is a two-hour slot for someone in the D's, Nate, to do something like the Omnium? Is that too long? Are they mostly just going to be too, it's too much, too long, too hard? I I honestly don't know, because it depends on the rider. Yeah. Some, yeah. some of the D's are very aggressive about it. Remember, D is this huge spread. Uh, for racer types, you're looking at anywhere from 1.5 to 2.5 watts per kilo. That's a big spread. Yeah. yeah. Well, and even under that, honestly, if you look at the yeah, truth, the Panther, the Panthers in TT in TTT, um, yes, they they usually come in under one five. Uh, not uncommon, and we're always on the TTTs. We're always open to having somebody sub one five. They're more than welcome. We love it. Well, I'd say if, if there are, I hope there are some people who are in D racing listening to this to come out and try the audio. I mean, even if you just try the first race, you get dusted out, you decide it ain't for you, whatever. But like, we encourage everyone. It's tons of fun. You can get in the Discord, you do a chat. You can, we'll talk smack with anyone who's racing in the chatter and stuff. It's <laughs> it's good fun. So uh, don't, don't yeah, be definitely. intimidated by the likes of Matt and I and Craig when he's on. Don't be intimidated by me us. for sure. You know, we like we're just I assure you, like other than Matt, who actually like has won awards at doing athletic things, the rest of us are all just a bunch of schlubs, but we're slightly faster schlubs. So you know I just tell people you're racing yourself, have fun, relax, yeah. breathe, smile, pedal. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly you'll you'll that. you'll totally find a group of people who are about similar ability and you'll get used to racing against them and sometimes you'll beat them sometimes you won't and and you'll be able to lord it over them till the next week when they beat you and it's all good fun and i mean yeah. and and that actually that is the brilliant thing about cycling because it's like you and i brent we we have races sometimes i'll beat you sometimes you'll beat me and it just goes back and forward and it's actually really cool like that it's a little bit annoying for me because i like to win all the time but <laughs> it's it's no problem but you know and so it's so that's the the challenging bit about it and you can just be unlucky and get dropped from the main group. And so cycling is really interesting for racing. And I definitely, like you say, definitely encourage people to give it a go. Yeah. Good. Well, I think on that note, we will say thank you to I Craig have, Martin. Oh, well, yeah. What's the cause and one... effect? Yeah. What's the cause and effect oh, no, story, yeah, Craig? Yeah, yeah. So the cause and effect story. So I had really not been riding much. I mean, I've been out on the fat bike a little bit, but that's, really more technical than training um you know it, it's a few hours of ease you know i've done a four-hour ride but it's it's mostly easy um but uh anyway so two weeks ago i uh i went and did the uh the hwr race um so that was um it was queen's highway i think cool. and uh yeah so i stayed with the uh the the lead group basically the a's and the a's and b's for almost the lead in in one lap and then things went horribly horribly wrong <laughs> um so what happened though i uh i got sick like basically immediately after the race i started coughing like crazy and i slept for 30 hours coming out of that race oh i did gosh. race i did wow. race six um, no, this, I got, I was sick for, for, I was sick for over a week. I'm still coughing, but, oh, no. uh, it That's was, uh, I, I don't, I think the race probably made it worse, especially since I raced when I wasn't fit, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, it, it was mostly just lucky cause I, I got sick, but, uh, yeah, it was pretty funny that it happened immediately because I felt, I, I felt fine or I wouldn't have attempted to do that. And, mm -hmm. uh. But yeah, cause and effect. Um, <laughs> sucking, sucking all that into my lungs like that yeah. did not help. Wow. And of course, we're not trying to put people off racing here or anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, just do it when it, you know, ride more than once in the previous two weeks uh, <laughs> before you do a race. Yeah. Good. Well, you're. We're glad to hear you're on the mend and feeling better, and yeah. we're glad you joined us. <laughs> yeah, it's always good to have you, Craig. Good. Yes, all right, so we will say thank you to Craig Martin. Glad you're feeling better. Thank you to Matt DeFreitas. Thank you to Nathan Tractor for joining us for his first appearance on Pinktron. Great job. We loved it. 
Moo and good night. Thanks, everyone. Good night. Good night. Moo. Thank you.